Yes, guys, it's finally here. It's the final of Euro 2020 in England. England are there. It's the first time we've ever reached the Euro Championships final. Our first final since 1966. I cannot wait for this one. Yeah, um, I think the whole nation can't wait, to be honest. Like, um, uh, people have probably waited 55 years. We've waited our whole lives to sort of like um, witness England get to a major tournament final. And, you know, we've had a few teams that got close in the past, maybe a bit unlucky. But I, I sort of think that this is our best shot at actually lifting this trophy. Um, in our in our lives, like I'm really pumped for this. Like, it's gonna um, be, a, you know, it should be a great final. It's the day before the showpiece. I am already booking it. Yeah. Like, oh my god, Italy against England in the European Championships final at Wembley. Yeah. It's gonna be immense. It it should be. I mean, you got arguably one of the best national anthems before in. Italy's and and I know I'm English and saying that, but Italy's national anthem is just something else, and that that should set the scene. Uh, and obviously a capacity crowd singing uh, "God Save the Queen" as well will get well not capacity. All right, it's sixty thousand, <laughs> but you know, like it should, it should be a sellout anyway, like of whatever fans are there. Um, Singing "God Save the Queen" as well beforehand should get the pl our players motivated just as much as the Italians have. So you got two national anthems there that are going to really set the scene for what should be a great game of football. Right then, so this episode is going to be broken down into a few stages, and um, so we're going to recap each team's route through to the final, and um, we're going to look. Back on, on previous meetings between the two sides, which for England isn't the best. However, we'll then share our our team news uh, thoughts and say who we think England should start against the Azuri. I mean, obviously, the big one. Our score predictions. So Italy then, in the group stages. I mean, they they. Flew that and passed that with mm. flying colours. Yeah, uh, two three 0 wins, a uh, one over Turkey, and then and then <coughs> and then Switzerland, and of of course the one 0 win against Wales, which is kind of um, a, um, a dead game for FM as well. I mean, I was properly impressed with them in the group stages. Yeah. However, then Austria in the round of sixteen, I know. they were inches away from going out. Yeah. Uh, um, but then Austria scored and it was offside and then they finally came through yeah. to win that 2-1. Up until that point, I think Italy were the best team in the tournament. Oh, yeah, definitely. Had a blip. And then I think it was a Belgian game next, wasn't it? And they just like yeah. they just <laughs> came 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 roaring back. Yeah. And then Spain in the semi-finals, that was in a game of such such high high quality, it, yeah. it was insane. Yeah, Chiesa scoring again. You know, um, I think in the group stages he didn't start a game. 
No, he came came off the bench a few times. Mm. And since he's been starting, he's I think he's scored twice and yeah. he's keeping a key player. Yeah. And of course, Jorginho's cheeky penalty to win it. Yeah. I don't understand keepers, right? They must they must have seen his penalties over over the past few years, and he always does that little jump. Yeah. And keepers always commit, and he rolls it in. I mean, it looks sexy and it looks amazing. Yeah. But I'd, I would love it if in the final Pickford just stayed still and <laughs> caught the ball. Yeah. But yeah, I think Italy's route to the final has been impressive. I'd say it's harder than England's. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, after the sort of, I mean, well, like you said, they the flew the group stages, and I think everyone, you know, really backed them to actually go all the way, even. Even then, uh, after the group stages, like you know, was it back to back three nil wins and one nil like so? Well, that's that's impressive. Seven goals non conceded, which I mean, well, it was only well. So the England were the only other team that went conceded, but we didn't score near as many goals yeah. as they did. But um, and then yeah, but obviously that the Austria, oh sorry, the Austria game was the one where people were like, oh, actually could. Italy go all the way because you know Austria credit to them they were really really uh, sort of like hard team mm. like they showed their team spirit to actually know you know what it's, uh, we don't care if you're the best team in the group stage we're, we're going to give you a game of football and you prove your quality to beat us which I really really loved and actually turned out to be quite a good game of football when on yeah paper, they attacked them didn't they Australia? yeah when on paper probably you, you would have thought or assumed that it would go only be one way but mm. it wasn't it was definitely two way traffic in that game uh, but then Italy were back to their normal selves must have had a rocket from Mancini to say mm. look you know, if, if we're going to win this tournament we're going to have to put on a display against the Belgians and by God did they do it you know nice I mean, all right, Eden Hazard had a good game, but he was the only player in Belgium that really had any sort of like hold on the game. And mm. um, so, keeping the likes of De Bruyne quiet, even though there were reports that he wasn't fully fit, you know, keeping Lukaku quiet, um, even though he's been running that defence racket in the league. Yeah, and um, in the group stage, to be fair, yeah, did well. Yeah, um, so keeping him quiet as well is a tough task, but they, they did it, and I think. In that game, experience overran quality. Mm. Um, you know, I think Benucci and Chiellini really ran that defence, and <coughs> sorry, excuse me, uh, limited um, Belgians' like qualities on the pitch, and and then then we got to that semi-final against Spain, where again Italy were just in cruise control. I think. I think I thought it was quite. And it could have been a bit better. Well, I mean, yeah, all right, Spain went where also pushing but I never yeah. really thought Italy could lose yeah it was either going to be an Italy win or a draw yeah. which uh, it turned out to be a draw um but but yeah um and then obviously the penalties Spain crumbled and I feel for my man yeah but I came off the bench and scored the equaliser yeah. to save the team yeah missing uh, the shootout as well didn't <laughs> yeah I oh, <laughs> love the guy but I think... He's just the hard stuff, right? Yeah. He, 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 I mean, he'll yeah, he'll that, miss that, from two yards. That, But then he scores that absolute world-class yeah. of a volley with, on his weaker foot. Like, <laughs> it really takes me so much. And the goal yeah. against, against Italy was 
so well taken. Like yeah. his first touch was perfect, and then the finish was absolutely fantastic. I mean, like he sat the keeper down on his backside, really, yeah. and then just slotted the ball home. And then comes the shootout, bus gets missed, and then I think that's at the Sanders, I think. Yeah, I think. But I mean, Italy don't care. Italy no. in the final. No, no. Yeah. And fully deserved, really. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be perfect timing to move on to England's route to the right. final, maybe. So, yeah, so I think a bit stop starting the group stage, wasn't it? Yeah. I had quite a composed first game mm. against Croatia. Harder group than Italy, but I, yeah. I still think Italy played better than we did. Yeah, sure. yeah, but by far. And obviously, that Scotland game, yeah, as an England fan, might not talk about that as much, but <laughs> I, I don't even but, think that Scotland even qualified for the Euros because I've heard no one talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, oh, I mean, you know, <coughs> that, that's if if we're gonna if if England win, the Scotland fans will be like, oh yeah, we, we drew against the ch- like the champions. Oh, like, we finished second. <laughs> yeah, uh, so we didn't even finish second in the group, mate. Yeah, so <laughs> but. You know, credit to Gareth, he got us through the group yeah. stage and we didn't concede a goal. Yeah. One of two teams to do it and they're in the final. So and to, be f- uh, to be fair to Southgate, I think everyone criticised his team selection in the Scotland game. Mm. However, this, he can't can't control how the players actually play on the pitch in yeah. the system. It was the same against yeah. Croatia, almost. I mean, I know um, he did... He did change a few players, but that's expected, you know. Yeah. And a nil-nil isn't the end of the world. I mean, it set us up nicely to yeah. go and then to win the group against the Czechs. Yeah. And it's all we, all we needed. Needed. I mean, yeah. Scotland celebrated the draws if they actually won the whole tournament. Yeah. But, I mean, one nil against against Croatia and the Czechs to effectively win the group in those two games was... All we needed in yeah. and Raheem Sterling. I yeah. mean, can we talk yeah. about him for a second? Yeah. Yeah. Un unreal player. Yeah. He took us through, through the group stage single handedly, and then and it was uh, Germany at Wembley, and she did it again. Yeah. Yeah. To to go up, what was it five hundred yards away from the centre spot of Wembley as a kid? So you always got like either when he was a kid, probably the Twin Towers of the old Wembley. And then, obviously, in, in his later stages of his uh, youth career, seeing that arch go up, like, near his home, um, or probably not in Wembley, Liverpool, probably, but um, but, the, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but still, um, like, as a kid, you know, that that's where, like, your dreams are starting. And for him to actually fulfil those dreams, score at Wembley in a major tournament, um, I don't think he would have cared where, what stage mm. he, would, he would have scored at. He, he, he would have, you know, taken at least one goal uh, this tournament. But to get what is it three? Um, I think um, three goals in the game so far. He, he's been amazing, and a credit to him. Like he's he's had so much stick throughout his career mm. from media for arguably wrong reasons as well. Like Definitely. so little things like that don't need to be talked about. Yeah. Um, he did a couple of things wrong. Yeah. I think like his departure from Liverpool, um, he's, he's even said yeah. himself that he regrets how that happened. Yeah, but, but the coverage of him, like, yeah, and he bought his mum a house because of you know 
his upbringing, and then was it and the Daily Mail or something? And yeah. the son just slightly saying, "Oh, he's he's showing off. Yeah. He's showing off. He's in this. He's done that." Yeah. And then you see. And then like, Phil Foden yeah. does the same thing. He was a white kid, and he's praised for it. Well, I, I was going to say Rashford did the same thing, and he gets yeah. he gets the same praise as Saka. Foden, yeah. Uh, so Saka was also like slammed for yeah. for buying a house and moving out of his childhood home. Like, yeah. The guy's playing for Arsenal. Like, I don't I think he wants his like his mum to be cooking his tea anymore. Yeah, I mean, like, I think I think the the reason why uh, there are reasons why Raheem Rashford Saka. Um, you know, but bought their parents like houses because the struggles and the hardship that mm. they went through to bring these football players up. You know, the floating on the poverty line, that they're, they're getting free school meals. They, you know, they 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 literally are normal or you know probably less than normal kids. Like, yeah, and that that like suddenly they they've got into a position where they are financially. Well, I mean, more than financially stable. I mean, um, but they could play when, 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 retire. Yeah, after like two seasons. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you know, the, to, that's that's their you know repayment for their parents. You know, like saying thank you for the hardship that you went through to bring me up. Here's my way of saying thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it's it, it, it's extravagant. It might be in some ways over the top, but so they if they. If they can afford it, why not? Like it's, it's no different than me and you earning us money and then yeah. doing the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Like winning the lottery or something and yeah. you know, we buy our parents a house. Like we're, we're not gonna be across the front papers saying, Oh, what are these kids doing? Um, but yeah. Uh, but anyway, moving on, like uh in, football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh so we'll go to the is it the Germany game and I think that was probably as composed as in mm. like, you know, you go out of the Sticky group stage to then, you know, absolutely walk Germany. That was a game where I think everyone in the country thought, oh, you know, this could actually yeah. actually happen. Yeah, it was, a, it was a make or break game. And yeah. I think it's made our yeah. tournament, you know, coming through that. All right, yeah. it was at Wembley, um, but like, still, yeah. like, you, you still got to play the game. Exactly. And, and, and it's still Germany. Yeah. And for Germany to come to England and then have the prospect of beating us here again yeah. is huge for them and almost mm. helped them, I think, more than us because the pressure was on us at home. Probably, like, like, yeah. it, like it has been our tournament. Ever then, then it's Sterling again. That man. And then Harry Kane scored. Finally. Finally. <laughs> and then a few days later... He scores two more goals as we head, head to Rome and absolutely hammer, hammer, hammer Ukraine four 0 That that was the best England performance I think I've seen. Yeah, it's definitely the best England performance that yeah that I've definitely seen like on this stage. Yeah. Like, I think it's even more composed than the Sweden game in the quarterfinal of the yeah. World Cup. I think people forget how composed we were that game, but mm. this was more so. And I want to say, is it? Arguably the most composed performance of the full tournament, like perhaps or, or, or well, Spain, Slovakia, Spain, and then, yeah, and they won five. No, that was quite a showing, but 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 yeah, we were just literally limited, uh, um, uh, Ukraine. I don't think, I don't think they had 
a single clear-cut chance in the game, Ukraine. No, they created, to be fair to them, even at 4-0 down, though, they were still trying, uh, and I, I think they were still, you know, at least going for, um, you know, a, a goal just to sort of, like, you know, do something, um, sort of get rid of that sort of, like, uh, clean sheet. Um, but, so credit to them for that, but England was, was so, much. yeah. Were, and Jaden Sancho's first start. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he was good. And I've, yeah. I've, well, I was, I was going to say something, but I'm going to, <laughs> yeah. I'll um, leave it for the team news uh, section. Uh, but I'll, I'll just say um, about Jaden Sancho, not many players can come off the back of not playing four games, so that's what, yeah. 360 minutes yeah. of football. He came and on, didn't he, against the Czechs for like six minutes. Yeah. Just point two. So, so what, three, 354 minutes tw- without <laughs> <Sorry>. played. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and to still have that level of match sharpness, to still mm. be, I mean, probably the best, one of the best players on the pitch mm. that night. After Luke Shaw, I think. It's Luke Shaw. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Shaw Berto, Carlos, sorry. Yeah, the, the two yeah. assists, yeah. I, to still have that level of performance, like, he, he, he just looks like himself when he was at he, he literally just like, might as well have just been wearing black and yellow that game <laughs> in being in the uh, yeah. Borussia Dortmund team because he was on that level of performance that we know Sancho but then Denmark game he's dropped again but Gareth got over the line in the end you know he's done his homework and we, we have to trust that decision and ultimately to be fair Saka played time. very very well Saka yeah obviously got the assist for the own goal yeah do you, do you think Gareth is just resting Sancho for this game? Maybe. And I, I know it's a huge risk, like and um, perhaps you know you, you want your best players in the in definitely in the semi final. Mm. Um, I'll leave it to the, yeah. yeah. I think I'll leave that for later on. Because it's a rhetorical question. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, I do think he's. I mean, it, it's a risk, deep, but Caspi is stands. Caspi yeah. is stands. But Harry Kane's penalty wasn't a penalty. Yes. And the foul on Sterling. Yes. You say yes. It but was. I say yes. It was definitely soft, but contact is contact. Soft. It was a knee on knee. Like the play, <laughs> Sterling's taken the ball past him. He he stuck his leg out. It's a knee on knee. Because he did do him it's completely, a, and he did come back in for yeah, it. Yeah, it's a foul outside the box. Uh, in the box, it should be a pen. So. Yeah. End of conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the end of the road <laughs> for Denmark as well. And yeah, Harry Kane's well, the actual spot kick was horrible. And Schmeichel, oh, yeah. yeah, well, like if you didn't read it, Cavalier's in his eye, he might have held it. But when we're not, we're not going to really nah. speak about that because he should have held it anyway. But yeah, yeah. he spills it, sp- spills it out, and who's there on the rebound? That man, Harry Kane, yeah. doing what he does best. Yeah. That's four goals now in the tournament. Finally, England stopped scoring in the tournament. <laughs> and joint now on 10 goals uh, with Lineker, yeah. I believe, as England's men's top sky, um, top scorer of all time in in major tournaments. Yeah. So you can't say much more than that. No. And that's really both teams' route, routes to the final yeah. Summed up really, and this next section of the podcast is probably going to take about ten seconds <laughs> because I was hoping um, to be able to tell you all that England have got a good record against 
<laughs> Italy in major tournaments, but we haven't haven't claimed a win in major tournament football over Italy since the the qualifying groups rounds of of World Cup <laughs> seventy eight when we beat them at home home two nil in qualifying back in nineteen seventy seven. Well, we beat them in the in the Tournoi de France a couple of months yeah. after I was born in '97. But yeah, that, that was like apart the pre- from that, precursor of the Confederations Cup, wasn't it? That that time. I mean, yeah, England have got to be careful because if it just, I mean, if it goes on past form, then we've got a real problem because we haven't won against against Italy since since the friendly. After Euro 2012, when a certain Jermaine Defoe scored the winner in a 2-1 win, and to tell you how long ago that was, Phil Jagielka was still playing and scored for England in that game. Love that. So that is a long time ago. I mean, we haven't won against Italy in a major tournament for a long, long time. That is scary. It is. But we hardly ever play Italy, so yeah, that's true. Like when was our last game? What twenty eighteen? Um, in a tournament, it was in the group stages of twenty fourteen, of course, because we lost. Uh, yeah. We lost two one yeah. in one of England's yeah. worst ever World Cup performances. Yeah, but it's not a World Cup; it's the Euros. Yeah, um, just trying to find when we last played them in the Euros. Actually, I don't think we've ever actually twenty twelve. No, no. Yeah, apart from the the. the 2012 shootout, we haven't played them at all since the European Championships in 1980 when we also lost that game. We lost that game 1 0. So, <laughs> swiftly moving on from that extremely positive flashback <laughs> of, of um, head to head for, for Italy against England. Yeah. Team news. Now, the only two spots for me which are up to grabs one central midfield. And yeah. who's going to be alongside Sterling and Harry Kane in the front three? Yeah. I think it's extremely obvious. I mean, it would be the biggest shock in England history if Pickford isn't, isn't in between the sticks. Isn't it? I know. He has to be. So Pickford's I mean, in there. Golden Glove confirmed. Yeah. He has to play in that final. Just as like, you know, sort of like, oh, all right, yeah, you can say his distribution against Denmark um, was a little bit off. But to go... Five games and exactly. you know, and that is your only bad performance, mm. and you're still well, alright. You like goal in, but um, he made big saves in each game. Yeah, well. yeah, he, he's yes, yeah, so he has to, he has to play. You you can't in a final put a keeper of like no disrespect to them, Aaron Ramsdale or Sam Johnston, mm. when they've seen Pickford mm. be an absolute boss. And he's um, the only keeper who we've played in the tournament, so yeah. there's zero chance of him yeah. being dropped. Yeah, it, it, yeah, he's got that number one jersey for me. Yeah. Right, so the actual first question, I, I suppose, is are we going to go with a back three and play wing backs, or I reckon it's probably just it has to be I, four four three, doesn't it? Uh, sorry, four three three, doesn't it? I, I I think so because they because Italy tend to play with a back three. And if you, if we play four three three, we've got a player on each of the 
Yeah, but you matched Germany up and we did really I, well. I, I know, I know, we matched Germany up and we played them off the park. But I think that might give Ben Chilwell a chance to actually play. You know, yeah. if he goes for a back three because he's a wing back. Yeah, um, but That's when you've question. got Sterling on like Benucci, you've got or or a Serbi, you've got Kane on Benucci, and you've got whoever plays on the left or the right, I suppose. Uh, the right, the right, the right. Sorry, on Chiellini. Like, you know, you got pace against. Like, well, I think either formation will also have the have the front three. Yes, yeah, sort of think that's really an issue. I think it's do we match Italy up, and I assume I don't think they so use wing backs. I think we will as because well because I think we still need that midfield. Yeah, that's the only thing battle, we need the midfield three. Yeah, we, we have, that that is something that has to happen. I think we we. we all right. Yes. Yeah. We put, we played three at the back against Germany, but we have a lot of the ball. We, yeah, and, and Italy have a lot of the ball. We at least just match them up, man to man. Yeah. But with Italy, I think you need to stop that midfield battle. You need to have someone on Verratti mm. to stop that Clark, link. Yeah. Um, you need to have someone on uh, Jorginho definitely. It, again, to stop that link from defence to attack. So yeah. I think having a four-three-three would yeah. take them two out of the game. You you'd think. Yeah. And I wouldn't change the back four from the other night. No, I, really I, don't. I, I, I would like keep Luke Shaw being yeah immense lately. It's obviously, how Maguire and Stones are there. And I think it's our most experienced like back four, yeah. and to to deal with like Insigne, yeah. uh, Immobile. Insigne gets Kyle Walker is going to be incredibly. I, th- I think yeah, to have them four against them three mm. w- would be uh, <coughs> crucial. Yeah. I think um, I do like the way you sort of just getting just Luke Shaw just to go forward and keeping Walker mm. a bit back. I, I do like yeah. that because kind of like he's using his interchangeable thing. thing isn't yeah, that you can use Walker's pace. Yeah. All right, yeah, it's not up forward, but he's recovery speed. Yeah. Like if they do break on the counter, exactly. uh, which I think is more beneficial for us but yeah I think it's important that we do have that free midfield yeah uh, so Which, I think a thought at the back has to yeah. happen and then for me Declan Rice plays yeah. I think he plays the whole game um, Mason Mount I think he's been impressive as well so I'd start him again in a, in a final against Verratti and and Barella Alongside Jorginho, I I don't think Calvin Phillips is up to that. I think against against Croatia and against Germany, I think he was schooled off the ball. I think like he <coughs> made a lot of fouls. He got booked in both games. I don't. If he gets booked early on against Italy, they will just fall down. Mm-hmm. And if we go down to ten men, mm-hmm. like pretty much game over. So for me, I have to start Henderson. He's clearly fit because he came on mm-hmm. in the quarters oh, scored. and and yeah. in the semi-finals scored against against Ukraine. He's won Premier League, Champions League, play, played in finals before, lost finals, so he knows how it feels. Mm-hmm. And he won't want to do that again. I I think him. He, I mean, it'd be hard from Phillips because he's had a tremendous tournament, but he's not one for sentiment, is he? Mm-hmm. So. And he can't afford that. So for yeah. me, Henderson plays alongside Rice and Mount. Okay. I don't think he's that squealish in, in Cam. 
if we do as we play him on the right hand side of the three. Yeah. But then Sterling would oh. probably have to go to the right and then yeah. Jack left. And that won't happen. So for me, I think Mountain Rice, uh, I just think Henderson. Mm. I don't think you can not have Henderson in that team against yeah. Italy. I think I think you're right. I think it's definitely going to be Rice. He, he's, I think, been the best player in his position this tournament. Like the way he sort of like mopped everything up, um, the way he fills in at the back if needs um, be, and mm. he. he He's, you know, he had that attempt on goal against Ukraine. You know, he gets passes forward as well. Um, I think he's got an assist for an assist this tournament as well. Um, <laughs> which, all right, yeah, it doesn't go down to his stats, but you know, they're they're important. important key passes. So, um, I th- yeah, he for me he has to play. Um, I agree, probably uh, Mason Mount as well. Mm. Um, Italy should be unchanged, by the way. Yeah, I don't think we talk about them because we don't really. Oh, we, we don't really know their tactics yeah. in depth. So, but yeah, yeah. Um, I think Mount again. Yeah, I think you need that awareness of space. Yeah. Like, and him and Rice have been playing together since they're like two months old. Yeah, so. the best friends. Yeah, um, so, yeah. so you, you need that awareness of space, which, which he, I think, out of like the attacking midfielders that we have. And his first touch is incredible. Yeah, Mount, Mount is our best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His first touch turn is yeah. unreal. Um, I think Mount is our best for like finding that space, even though it doesn't look like it. He'll find it, and yeah. um, in between those lines of midfield. Yeah, yeah, and his his final third um, decision yeah. making is is Brilliant. on point as well. Um, and set pieces, you'd say. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah. he's not scored one, has he? Well, but he came close against Germany. They got the assist for. Uh, Henderson true, in the corner. Yeah, true. So. Um, and then for me, I think Gareth is going to stick with the oh. midfield too. So I, I think he's going to stick with Phillips. And I've seen reports that Phillips and Rice are like, like off the pitch are like mm. really good friends. Mm. So to have that connection, it's been working throughout the tournament really. Um, which is a surprise. I, th- I thought I, I sort of thought Calvin Phillips would have been sort of one of those players that might have been used in like the last group stage game. Yeah, but after I think I think Gareth was sort of forced to play him for the first one because obviously Henderson mm. was still a bit iffy, um, and to, to perform the way he did in that game, mm. I thought he was like one of our best players. I think on the on that day. He's just got to be careful but yeah, tackling. That's, yeah, that's the only he, thing with me. Yeah, and he's he's always had that, and I think even Leeds fans um, that might be listening to this will also agree that when he goes in, there is a question mark: could that be red? Um, and it's not in the Premier League, like and he, he's had he one, gets away with yeah. stuff, stuff in the Premier yeah. against a foreign team. Yeah, he, he, he's had one this tournament where I think he went, he hit the ball, but he went over yeah, it. Yeah, it was risky, wasn't it? And it was like, you know, that in some refs might have given yeah. that as a reg, you know. All um, it takes is a play to, like, scream on the ground. Yeah. And VAR's yeah. going to be all over it. At which the Italians are famous for doing that, you know. I think Maybe start him and then take him off, but... <laughs> I think I think that... Because Henderson, I think, off the bench can turn games. And I think mm. that really helps against Denmark. He, he, I True. think, for me, he turned that game. Um, and he, he got England... 
Um, it's like head coming on just to yeah. make it safe, but I'd rather have it start, safe start from the, from the beginning yeah. and then be gone for it's could who can just run and run and run. Yeah, true. And, you, and then and you can foul people to, yeah. to, to and then, slow the game down. Yeah. If and, ahead. and then also Phillips can, can play a bit more of an attacking role as well, um, which I, I want to yeah. see, actually. I, I think he's a bit of a liability being told to sort of like stay back a bit. Because I think you always see him playing, he wants to mm. get forward, yeah. but obviously with tactics and stuff, he's being limited. I, I, I want to see him play... In like a, a mount role, I think it, it would be. That's one for the future. I think. Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah, <coughs> yeah. Um, but I, I think I, I don't think he can break up that partnership that they built up with Rice and Phillips. So that that would be my yeah. middle three: yeah. Rice, Phillips, and Mount. But if if he does go with Henderson, I'll be happy with that anyway as well. So three point three. Right. So Sterling and Kane, like that's his. A short they, thing, like, like I put my mortgage on them two starters. Well, I mean, top scorers, aren't they? Exactly. For, for our team. You, you Only scorers, apart from Henderson. Yeah, yeah. So, like... <laughs> you, you, you have to start the people yeah. that are on form and, you know, got the eye for goal. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, especially in the Harry Kane can occupy those two centre-halves. I was listening um, mm. to Gary Neville's podcast, The Overlap. Yeah. Well, on YouTube. And he said that He's not going to want to be in a battle with those two centre-halves because that's what they want. Well, and I agree because if he drops off, mm. that is when uh, Sterling and then Quiver on the right-hand side can, can go behind and that is a problem for Italy. Yeah. So that's going to be huge. So Sterling, Kane, obviously start yeah. hands down. Who who would you put on the right of, of the three? I see if it- we talked about this and Phil Foden personally, haven't we? he might have a knock apparently at, right at start. I'm not sure how true that is but apparently he missed our final training session today well, <laughs> um, Saturday if, if fit I would start Foden and I know Sancho probably he's not starting no one but yeah yeah um, but I, I, I would start Foden because I think his, like Mount, his eye for space, he can play either side comfortably mm. um, of the front three, which would be good for like rotation and keeping mm-hmm. the, the Italians' defence thinking. Um, and like Mount, his eye for space is mm. sort of Im- impeccable in... Um, I think we need that against a resilient team who, I'd agree. like, you know, like you say, if, if Kane's dropping deep and obviously Benucci and Chiellini are sort of like, oh, who's going? Yeah. But then all of a sudden they've got the Foden, like, running in behind. Would you not want someone who's a bit quicker than Foden I th- I to think do that, that job? Cause... All right, yeah, F- Foden isn't like, rapid. Like he's yeah. not going to win a hundred meter sprint, but he's not a slouch. Like yeah, true. He, against that is, that, is that his game? Like a natural game player. I think he's drawn think towards he, the ball, like no, we, as opposed to going in behind. We, we've seen it a couple of times. I, I don't think he's capable. I think I don't think there's ever been a chance in the game where someone's looked and put the ball over. Um, mm. But if they do it, I think I, I'll just take that one ball just to go, and he, he might. Not go, 
but then all of a sudden he, he knows that they've got it in the locker yeah. and then he's just shouting to Rice Maguire who's got that in yeah. the bag like the, a long mm-hmm. sort of diag and well Kane played it um, along the yeah. floor for the equal against Denmark for Saka yeah. and Saka you know he's played superbly well Saka yeah. I think he's a bit too inexperienced in big games for Saka I wouldn't start mm-hmm. against Italy yeah but, but whereas Foden alright yeah they lost but he's, he's come off the back, back of the Champions League final mm-hmm. going into this tournament so he's got final experience mm-hmm. um, he's played at Wembley mm-hmm. lots of times in Man City Pretty. <laughs> but then Sancho won the German um, yeah. Cup for Dortmund. Yeah. Um, so it's, I think this position, that the right or, you know, who, who partners uh, the, the front three um, with Kane and Sterling is the biggest headache that Southgate has mm. got. Like the midfield, you can sort of like think, yeah, it's only Henderson and Phillips yeah. really, but, you know, there's Lots. arguably, yeah. if fully fit, three or four players that can just Grealish has got a shout Rashford alright he's not started but I was going to say yeah like he's hardly played at all he'll still he'll be fresh and you know in training he'll be proving his worth like so you've got three or four players fighting for this potentially final position not saying Phil I I think Phil um, just so then we've got like that left foot option as that's, well. a, that's a fair shot, actually. Um, right, yeah. Like if if they do rotate, he can go to the byline and whip it in. Yeah. Um, or you can cut in uh, and do a Robin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's, yeah, he's got it. In, he's got point. it in the locker. Um, fair point, yeah. But so, so I'll go Phil. Um, but would you agree? No. I I'm going to go <laughs> absolute left wing. Like I was thinking about this all through the week. Well, after yeah. we done that, and. Instantly, I thought Sancho, and I've basically said that all tournament. Yeah. But I was thinking, if you want someone in a pressure moment in the England squad, apart from Kane, I'd go rash with me. If you think about his his goals for Man U, like I know he doesn't take pens much anymore because of Fernandez, but he scored that huge one against PSG. Yeah. In like at a time in at a time in the Champions League, I think two seasons ago or perhaps three. And he always plays and always steps up in big games. I know he's not mm. started, I don't think, in the Euros yet for England. And and I don't think he will be picked. I don't think he will start. But for me, I, I would start Rashford. I think we play much better when we have two equally paced wingers. I think. Because um, yeah. um, even against Germany, like we played well, but I thought it was a bit lopsided. Yeah. I think against Ukraine, it was... It was Sancho alongside Sterling, yeah. either wing, and their defence was instantly stretched. Yeah, and similarly against Denmark, I mentioned how how Saka got in yeah. behind and squared it for the own goal equaliser. I just think we need we need that because Italy is so clever. I yeah. think if you play two people to like who like tap the ball in front um, of the defence. In Mason and Phil, I think the Italians are going to be extremely happy with that because they're not being turned mm-hmm. towards their own goal enough. Yeah, I think if we do literally just run in behind and keep the width and stretch the defence, and that'll make like either either centre half go across and try and yeah. and cover some area, and that'll leave Kane basically yeah. four on one, and I would back him against any centre half in the world oh, in the, uh, on his yeah. own have yeah. a game. Yeah. Even with the ball into feet and controlling yeah. it on his chest, I think he's improved that a lot. He loves that sort of like 
getting his back into yeah. it. And then when you've got someone like Kiyomini so and Benucci, who's so old school, like in the modern yeah. day, they can't like go through yeah. him, which they would probably mm. would have got away with. Like, and they like early. to do that, and yeah. they want to fight. And Kane's clever enough I to think, buy those fouls. And I think he's strong enough to win those yeah. fights as well. Obviously, he'll lose some. It's probably because, faster as well. Yeah. Which is the first time I've ever said that about <laughs> <in> a game. <laughs> and and if, he, if he's just on them, I, I, I know he, he, do, he does well with coming deep, Kane. Um, but if I think he just needs to stay in between them and just actually play as a diehard number nine, like... We saw Lineker do, Alan Shearer do countless times where mm-hmm. they, they just stay on the shoulder of the yeah. two defenders. He just got people up, Kane. That could be a problem. Yeah, because but it's so important to his game. It, yeah, it is. But I think he just needs to think as a number nine and go back mm. to how he used to play um, when he when he got the um, golden boot in twenty seventeen when he was he was literally like you know a diehard number nine. Um, RIA is coming off the back of a Premier League golden boot this year as well but yeah, I think definitely against Benucci and Chiellini I want him just to stay on the shoulders because I think he can can beat them for pace uh, on the counter and like you say he loves that when he gets you know backing into defenders and getting it into his feet even the aerial battles you know we've seen it before where yeah. he lets them jump and then he goes in and then he gets the fouls like that. So mm. I want to see more of that. All right, yeah, it's not quote unquote fair, but you know, a foul's a foul yeah. and he get he gets it. And if that we score from that set piece, I'll be more than happy. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also speaking about set pieces, Marcus Rashford can hit one. He can. He can yeah. hit one from the spot or from edge of the box, twenty five yeah. yards. Oh, so, that free kick he's going against Chelsea. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> lord. Yeah. The guy can do anything. Though. I don't think he'll so, start so then, him, but I do. In, I think he'll start. Yeah. I think I might start Sancho Gallup. I, I, I know you don't want to him. break a back four, but could there be a, an argument for starting Trippier just so we've got that? I'd go left back if he if he plays Trippier. Mm. But I think he'll do the same as Denmark. I think he'll yeah. bring him on. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, go yeah, to the back five. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. I think that's. How he might use Kieran Trippier and shout out to Kieran Trippier by the way. Yeah. How good has he been? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I loved when he couldn't um, see the penalty against Denmark, but he still saw the goal because the rebound. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, I love Kieran Trippier, man. Yeah, he's he's just a experienced head, isn't he? That mm. I think any team wants. You know, obviously there's been links with is it Man U and other Prem teams and. I'll be so happy if he does come back to the Prem because he's just one of those players that has no like boundaries. I think every team just likes him, like yeah. even though he's not playing for your team, yeah, you, you just like him, and that's what that's how it is for England. I, I think it, I think it's more yeah. after because he scored that that free <laughs> kick um, and gave us all so much hope in twenty eighteen yeah. um, that everyone just loves him. Um, but no. He, other than that, he's, he's still a fantastic player, fantastic um, uh, professional. Someone else who all the fans like across England, well, I assume is Calvert-Lewin. Yeah. And I feel for him because he's not yeah. really had a chance to show anything. Yeah, I thought he would have played against the Czechs. Mm. Um, especially, you know, all right, you, you can't drop Kane, yeah. but... 
But he was up him against Scotland, didn't he? I was against Czech when he got taken out. It was one of those two, but yeah, there was an argument to drop him and just you know try and give Cal because that was a game that Calvert mm. probably would have loved playing in. I think we needed a physical battle on, on the bench. I yeah, really I think I think for this game we definitely need yeah. Calvert as an option um, because if it gets to an aerial battle, well, mm. I mean we saw his leap in. I believe I can play. <laughs> but yeah, we saw his leap against. Uh, was it? Uh, one of the warm up games was Austria, it? Austria, was Austria where yeah. he literally almost jumped over like Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> basketball dunk style it's yeah. crazy <laughs> so we need that in the air yeah. especially against Benucci and Chiellini who are so good mm. in the air and if we're losing we need someone to go up top alongside him. yeah and play sort and of I like felt that way against Denmark for yeah. a lot of the game and yeah. I trust Gallup and I've learned to do that through this tournament but the only aspect I don't understand is why he insists on having two sub-keepers. Yeah. Like, Pickford can take a pen, so it's not because someone's going to replace Pickford for, yeah. for a shootout. And you're not going to have two keeper injuries unless you're Chelsea in like 2005 or, 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 or whatever against it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's yeah. not going to happen. And that means you're leaving people like Calvert-Lewin or Ben Chilwell yeah. or Sancho yeah. earlier in the tournament out, out of the squad altogether yeah you get and that means if you're going to bring someone on to go central up top the only player you have <laughs> is Rashford and he's not going to win a single header no. against Italy's defence so for me Calvert-Lewin has to be on the bench yeah and if we do go behind I don't think we will but I wouldn't be surprised if he was to come on alongside Kane no I, th- I think you're right because then at least you've you then got two players who yeah. well, I mean what they can you know, square up Benucci and Chiellini, you know, yeah. ro- rotate. Make space for the midfielders yeah. at the box. Um, and they're both goal threats, you know, Calvert's mm. coming off his most prolific goal-scoring season of his career, mm. and Kane obviously coming off the back of the golden boot, like I've said before, but, you know, in, in two clinical finishes, um, and so if we are behind, that's what you want, you know, you, you want players that can score, especially in a final, because the main objective is to win the game, and you can't do that by keeping just keeping a clean sheet. Yeah. You, you need to score, and then you work on your defence. But yes, yeah, so that final spot in the front three yeah. it's up is the one which is certainly up for grabs. Yeah, It's interesting, because you think, Phil, Yeah, I do think Marcus will play, however, well, I would play Marcus, but I think he's going to go for Jane Sancho. I think okay. he was um, just <laughs> resting him after the yeah. um, the Ukraine game because he hadn't obviously played a lot beforehand. So, right, let's just and go through the team then quickly. So it's Pickford in goal. Yeah, yeah. We're going for a back four. Yeah. Uh, Shaw Bertz or Carlos. <laughs> uh, Stones and Maguire. And Kyle Walker. Yeah. Has to be. And then Wright is there. And then yeah. either, well, we both either agreed on Rice and Man. or yeah. Kendo, and then yeah. yeah, Mason Cam. Yeah, and then you've got Sterling, Kane, and then either Sancho or Foden. Yeah, it's realistic, but I think I think he might bring in Rashford. Yeah. I hope he does. <laughs> so then, we've done everything apart from give our score prediction, and it's. I don't want to give a score prediction because then it's not going to happen, and we might 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 lose. <laughs> But 
if it does happen, then we've given them every time and we've got lost so far. So it's. I think there'll be one goal in it. I don't think it's going to be a hugely high-scoring game. I think it'll start yeah. a bit cagier than well, it's a lot a, it's, of the it's games. It's a final. Like, they, always, they, always, they always do. I mean, look at um, the last year was final when it was like nil-nil to like the what eighty something, hundred and something, wasn't it? Yeah, minute when Edge scored. Time, yeah. So yeah, every final. I mean, even the final between yeah. uh, before that was one 0 as well. Is it Croatia and France in the World Cup? That was four two. That was a crazy game, wasn't it? Yeah, but it started. But off, even then, it was it started yeah, off cagey a bit, in the beginning. Yeah, so all all finals yeah. start off KG. So. Apart from Spain, Italy, <laughs> twenty twelve <laughs> yeah. when Spain just taught Italy a new one. Yeah, but that that team. Uh, Jordi Alba, which also you know, I mean, it's that a, pass from Xavi to, to find Alba. By the way, I've never seen a, yeah. a more perfect time to pass than that. Yeah, but oh. uh, which is probably. You know, another reason why the Italians will be just as up for it as and that's why are. people in behind them yeah. yeah and um, you know uh, they'll, they'll be they'll be up for this game because of that 2012 final and there is only one way to beat them it's, it's, and that's from the back mate it's from the back right you know? John Barnes mate just, just get, say, to, get to he, the line he knows what he's talking about he does you can give or go but you've got to do it at the right time man. you know, you, you have to know when to do things yeah, <laughs> so I think that, I don't know what I don't know what score it's going to be, but starting eleven wise is extremely even. But yeah, subs bench. off the bench. I think we have a stronger bench. Rashford always on the bench. Sancho usually on the bench. Uh, Jack Grealish, Hendo, Sackman, Foden even if, on the bench. Even if we if we need it, like if there, if there is an injury to yeah. Maguire and. Stones, you've got Mings who was comfortable yeah. in the first two games. Connor Cody's capable. Con- yeah. I wouldn't choose him over, over Mings because he hasn't played in the tournament yeah. yet, but still, like, our, our strength and depth is the best it's ever been. Chilwell, Trippier to come off. Imagine if we had Trent as well. Imagine. Yeah, he'd be over already. But yeah, but we wouldn't have. Oh, it would only be Ben White that we wouldn't have had, so yeah. But. Yeah, and he's, he's not even being, being mentioned. <laughs> I don't think he's made as far as he. Or tournament at all. I don't know. <laughs> That's a little console. But anyway, anyway, score predictions. Um, I think there'll be one goal in it. And not in the game, um, but as in uh, between the two scores. Yeah. I'll probably, I mean, it's a bit of an obvious, in like a sit on the fence-ish kind of predictable scoreline, but 2-1 sounds good yeah. to me. I mean, any win, I'm happy. Yeah. One nil, ten red cards, <laughs> ten injuries. Don't, don't care, don't care. <coughs> yeah, excuse but, me. For, for me, right. right. So this morning, I think I simulated it on FIFA, and it was two one. It was Kane and Sterling scored for England. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to say. Harry Kane and Sterling again. So Kane, get, Kane gets an assist. He'll get the golden boot. Yeah, because <laughs> he's got two, to get a goal and an assist to get it. I think. But um. I'm gonna go. Who's my last person gonna say this? Go with your heart, mate. Screw your head. Your head doesn't matter. My head says. Come back tomorrow. One nil. <laughs> <laughs> my head says one nil, but my heart says three two. Oh. 
because I just want like that's a dynamic prediction. That I think he's the same thing. Right, because I, I just want like all right, yeah, it's probably going to be nail biting in any any way, shape, or form yeah. because like this is the first time we've experienced this mm. level of game for an England. I'll be shooting bricks, mate. No, I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I just want a game that you know where it's remembered like the four two sixty six final. Um, you know, like <laughs> like the four nil. Um, yeah. Spain Italy 2012. Um, I just want a game that's like memorable, and I think a three two would you know sort of like represent that. And I think, I think but I don't want us to concede two goals though because we. I think we do have to score first. Yeah, because Italy of all teams will shoot the shot. Oh yeah, yeah, and how defensively resolute they are. Can't let that happen. And if they do have to chase the game, yeah, then they leave their defense isolated. Yeah, on the on the counter attack. I think that's another reason why I think you need pace. You, you know what? Later on, I'm changing my mind. I'm going two 0 England. Oh, there he's done it. Two 0 mm-hmm. England. Love that. John Pickford with his sixth clean sheet. Yep. Yep. Fair. I'll, I'll take that as well. It's one of them, like, it's hard, hard to predict a game like this because it's a final and anything can happen, but, yeah. I mean, we are English, so if we don't say anything, we're <laughs> Yeah, then what's the We point? might as well just like... move to Italy. Yeah. So, I mean, we, we've waited long enough to, to be in a final, like, 55 years, and we're the only, we're, I believe if we win, then we'd be the only team who have made... Um, reached multiple finals across the Euros and the World Cup and always won. Obviously, Denmark won their only final <coughs> in eight. In yeah, but they've only had one. 92, yeah, so if we were to make a, a, a second. second final, how we have, and then win. 100%. That, that, that's not right, it's, it's only two games. Yeah, you know what? It's right. 100% win record in a final. We are both cool City fans, right? So here's a stat for you. I, I think I probably said this in the group stage as well. On you did, you did, yeah. Preview. <laughs> but, but this is more relevant. It's right. more relevant now, isn't it? Right. So Hull City, right, won their first league title this year since 1966, right? And that's another podcast because it's <laughs> that's all I need to say about it. We've waited long enough. Like, sweet, sweet Caroline, whoever she is, love her. Like, what a tune that is, by the way. It is what a tune. Right? Can't that be our national anthem? Mate. <laughs> Three lines as well. I think the crowd is going to be huge in the final oh, as well, yeah. by the way. Yeah. And we, if we just keep singing that, those songs right, all the time, I mean, the celebrations against them are. Yeah. Goosebumps. Like, Harry what Maguire, I'm right now. Harry Maguire singing Sweet Caroline, running up to the fans. Mate. Best moment. The whole, whole squad's like in a line in unison yeah. with the fans. Amazing, giving a shirt away to that little yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. Like everything it has to happen. It has to come home. I at, mean, at home. On, on, <laughs> well, it is. It is already home. Technically, yeah, but, but we need to win this. It would be such an amazing thing, and I want that bank holiday on Monday. <laughs> like, oh my god! But yeah, whole city have done it. England yeah. are gonna do it. Yeah, it's coming home, is it? Are we allowed to say that, or should we wait until after the game? No, it's coming home, is it? Come on, then. We're both thinking we're going to win. I say 2-0, 2-1. You say 2-0. I say 2-0, yeah. That was supposed to be a really smooth ending to the podcast, so I'll do it again. <laughs>
I think England are going to win 2-1. Carl says 2-0. Yeah. Sweet Caroline's going to be there cheering us on. Yeah. It's coming on. It is. I'm not going to be home a long time after that full-time whistle if we do win, so... Yeah. If you've somehow stuck with us the whole way through this episode, then fair play to you and thank you. So please tell us if you agree with our our starting 11s, our score predictions. Probably not, but you know. (laughs) Well, that's the whole point of doing these things, isn't it? Exactly, exactly. It gets everyone talking about football. Yeah, yeah. So until then, and until next time, probably until next season now. Yeah. Hope you enjoy the final and let's bring it home. Yeah. See ya. Yeah.